All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Nick Sports Talk with your host, Nick Scortino. So today, we'll, uh, we got a, lot, a little bit to talk about today, not a whole lot, but we're going to be going over um, a lot of what's going on with the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs and ending with a few other stories that have happened throughout the uh, throughout the week. So let's dive right into some of the bigger news that's happened. Uh, in the NBA, and that's that uh, Utah Jazz defeated the Memphis Grizzlies 4-1 in their series to advance to the uh, semifinals. Uh, the Clippers are in a elimination game uh, tonight for the um, against the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas currently leads that series 3-2, and I, I don't know. I don't think I don't think the Clippers got what it have what it takes to uh, beat Dallas because Luca and uh, company have just been absolutely tearing and exposing the Clippers. So I still think Dallas wins that series and goes on to face Utah. Portland lost to Denver uh, 4-2 in their series. And uh, it's kind of tough. You know, Damian Lillard played his heart out that whole series. And it's not something you, you know, play for. You expect yourself, you, you and your team to go a little bit further than you do. But... Fortunately, uh, that ended for Portland, and I think that um, I think Portland's going to make some very big changes in these uh, upcoming weeks uh, at the beginning of the off season because they have to change something if they want to uh, maybe rebuild, require some pieces to uh, make another run. But I think that if they want to require uh, acquire some different pieces, they're going to have to either let McCollum or Damian Lillard go, maybe Nurkic, some of these other guys that have been key uh, integral parts in their uh, offense and defense, but we'll see exactly what uh, happens with Portland. Uh, I think I think Damian Lillard's going to go. I think the Lakers might try to, try to get him for maybe like one year, uh, two years. Because uh, they they're gonna need a point guard uh, after last night, and I think the Knicks might actually try to make a, a run at at Lillard as well. So Denver advanced to the semis as well, and moving on to uh, a series that was kind of heartbreaking for me. I really wanted the uh, the Lakers to do well, but Phoenix is the better team. It's plain and simple. Devin Booker is a star. Chris Paul is a great facilitator in that offense. Aiton's a great guy in the paint. Uh, and then you got these other guys, uh, you know, Mikal Bridges and a few other guys just knocking down uh, three-pointers when they really needed them. And last night, the Lakers just, they looked exhausted. They looked beat down. And it was tough. It was really tough to watch. Uh, I really like watching the Lakers. I'm I'm a big LeBron guy, big Anthony Davis guy, but it was really tough to watch that all unfold. But that's that's the one problem that that's had that we've had with the NBA season this year is with the way it was constructed and the amount of games these players had to play. People were bound to get hurt, and the Lakers just unfortunately had too many injuries this year that really cost them. Like last night, uh, well, you know, obviously you have uh, Alex Caruso, who, who's a very uh, key part in their offense and defense uh, off the bench. 
uh, hurt his ankle last night. Anthony Davis uh, re-aggravated his groin last night. And LeBron just uh, looked defeated and wasn't hitting the shots he normally hits. So it was, it was sad to watch. Uh, but the Lakers were hindered with all these injuries throughout the year. And it's uh, it's tough. It, re- it really is. Uh, a shortened season, losing some uh, very big guys in LeBron and AD for most of the season. And then... Uh, playing that playing game, beating uh, Golden State was uh, fun to watch. They looked the Lakers looked like themselves, but they gotta they gotta address a lot of issues. I don't think Dennis Schroeder is the point guard going forward uh, for the uh, team. I think they're gonna address that in the free in free agency this year. They gotta make some decisions with Contavious uh, Caldwell Pope, Andre Drummond, and a few other guys. I think they re-sign Drummond. I think they keep him because. Uh, He'll be he'll be very good guy uh, to have going forward, but we'll see what uh, what kind of deals Rob Palenka has in mind, and if they decide to make a uh, coaching change with Frank Vogel, which I don't think they do, but we'll see we'll see what they decide uh, going forward. Now moving over to the Eastern Conference, the uh, the Philadelphia 76ers uh, beat the. Washington Wizards 4-1 in that series, but the Sixers lost Joel Embiid, who has a uh, tear in his meniscus. So they, they're they optimistic. He's not getting surgery. They're optimistic that he's going to come back, but any type of injury where it has your meniscus involved, you don't want to be really messing around with that. So I don't, I don't think he plays another game this playoffs unless they maybe make the uh, NBA Finals. But they got to go through uh, Atlanta now, uh, and I think Atlanta wins that and advances to the conference finals. I really think Atlanta has what it takes to beat them. Trey Young is uh, really embracing embracing being a uh, villain, which we'll get into in a, a minute. But uh, I think Atlanta's got what it takes to beat the 76ers in their current state. Um, now, the Knicks lost to Atlanta 4-1 in that series. Um and as I was stating before, Trey Young really embraced being a, uh, a villain, which was uh, kind of fun to watch. You know, he's out there just doing his own thing, talking a lot of smack. Uh, and then, you know, the elimination game for the Knicks where they got sent home, took a bow in MSG and really aggravated an entire fan base. But it was really uh, cool to see those guys in Atlanta uh, do their thing. And I mean, congratulations to the Knicks. They made the playoffs, but they needed to get it. uh, They couldn't get the job done in some of these games, unfortunately, but Atlanta, uh, Atlanta ended up getting the job done and that's why they're playing Philadelphia. So then moving on the uh, Milwaukee Bucks swept the Miami heat. So, very big for the Bucks, you know. They're big three in Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton. But they have a very tough opponent going forward in the Brooklyn Nets, who they are arguably the best team in the Eastern Conference right now. I mean, you have Kevin Durant. You have um, Kyrie Irving, James Harden. You got some, some, very, uh, some very good guys coming off the bench in you know, Joe Harris and a few other uh, guys that have hit some very big shots for the Nets. And 
They beat uh, Boston 4-1 in their series. But right now, my favorite to win the East is still the Nets. Uh, I, I think the Bucks give them a little bit more uh, more of a competition. But I, I think that Brooklyn will advance to the conference finals. And I think Atlanta will advance to the conference finals. And then I think the Nets will advance to the um, NBA finals. And then I think the uh, in the West, I think Utah will go to the conference finals. And I think Phoenix will end up beating... Denver to go to the conference finals, and I think that Phoenix will end up going to the NBA finals versus the Brooklyn Nets, and I think that'll be a good game, good series to watch. So that's my prediction for the NBA finals. Now transitioning over to the Stanley Cup playoffs. So right now, uh, teams that are left are the Colorado Avalanche, the Vegas Golden Knights, the Montreal Canadiens, the Winnipeg Jets, Tampa Bay Lightning, Carolina Hurricanes. Boston Bruins and the New York Islanders. So we'll start off with the Islanders and the Bruins. Uh, Boston currently leads that series two to one. They won last night in uh, overtime. Very fun, fun game to watch. Very fun series. Um, but I still think Boston is the better team right now in this series. Tukarask is still playing out of his mind. Brad Marchand is playing very well too. Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall is very surprising in that game to uh, set up one of those goals. That Boston scored, and ah, it's really it's really good to see him playing well. I I love Taylor Hall. I love him as a player. I love him as a guy, uh, you know, a person. And it was uh, cool to see him uh, enjoying some playoff hockey because I, I know in his time at the, at, at the Devils, he didn't really enjoy it too much because they only won one game against Tampa Bay. But you were also playing the best team in the NHL at that current time. But I still think Boston ends up beating the Islanders in that series uh, to advance. Uh, moving on, we have Carolina versus uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay currently leads 2-1. Carolina won last night uh, due to an overtime goal by um, Eric Stahl. And, uh, but that was also because Nikita Kucherov took a terrible penalty at the beginning of overtime. So, uh, tough Tough game for Tampa, tough pill to swallow, but I still think Tampa ends up winning that series. Uh, Tampa is a fantastic team. They've got everything they need. Kucherov, Vasilevsky, uh, Steven Stamkos, uh, all these other guys that will really um, help in the long run if this series ends up going to seven games, but I don't see it going to seven games. So I think Tampa will end up going to face Boston. Then... uh, we have Montreal versus Winnipeg, and I think that Montreal will end up winning because Winnipeg will be without uh, one of their centers, Mark Shifley, because of a terrible, terrible hit on. Um, hang on, uh, it was a terrible hit on. Uh, Evans on the Montreal Canadiens. I'll get his first name in a in a second. But um, it was it was a terrible hit on um, Jake Evans. Jake Evans. But <clears throat> um, Evans skated on the ice. Uh, Winnipeg had pulled their goalie, and uh, they Evans, you know. 
went down, got the puck, was just trying to score a wraparound goal. And Shifley came skating down the ice and hit him so hard that he uh, went airborne and hit his head on the ice really hard and he had to be stretchered off. And it was just, it was really tough to watch. Um, the There's one thing, though, that I, I really appreciated from watching, you know, if you've seen a video of the cl- uh, and clips of the hit and everything, is. Uh, one of the Winnipeg Jet players, uh, Nikolai Ellers, he uh, was like, you know, holding because a scrum broke out. Canadians were trying to fight Winnipeg Jets players and everything. And Ellers stood with his arms spread out, uh, blocking the scrum from overflowing onto Evans, who was uh, laying down on the ice. And I think that was a very good gesture by him. But I think a four-game suspension is not excessive. I think it's it's perfectly fine. I mean, it's more than Tom Wilson got for what he did to Artemi Panarin, but uh, I I agree with it, and I still I think Montreal will now be playing with a um, more of a more of a chip on their shoulder. Uh, then, going on to the final series that we have, it's Colorado versus Vegas, and like we, I've said before, I still think Colorado is the best team in the playoffs. Uh, Mika Rantanen, uh, Gabriel Landeskog, and Nathan McKinnon, that whole top line is just, it's too good. You can't, you can't get any better than that, really. So, I mean, I don't know what else... To say about that series other than I think I think Vegas gets one or two games in that series but other than that I don't think a lot so uh, now transitioning just to you know some other news the uh, just want to highlight this uh, some uh, some American uh, soccer players that have won uh, European trophies. Um, Sergio Dest and Conrad De La Fuente won the Copa del Rey. Weston McKinney won the Italian Super Cup and the Copa Italia. Zach Steffen won the Premier League and the League Cup. Tim Weah won uh, League Un. Gio Reyna won DFB Pokal. Uh, Chris Richards won the Bundesliga. Uh, there's a few other guys. And then obviously there's Christian Pulisic uh, winning the Champions League with Chelsea, which... Um, I'm happy. I'm happy for him. I just, it was a, uh, in my opinion, it was a kind of a boring game to watch. Uh, you know, Chelsea scored their goal. Kai Havertz scored that goal and Chelsea sat back and played defense the whole rest of the game and City didn't really make it competitive at all. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne, uh, unfortunately got hurt. And when, you know, you lose a guy like Kevin De Bruyne in Manchester City, you essentially lose all creativity in the midfield or up top. Um, then, uh, Sergio Aguero and Eric Garcia both signed for Barcelona, so that was, uh, interesting. I'm happy for Garcia, because Barca needs some young center backs, but, uh, I just, my thing with Aguero, I, I said it last week, too, it's just... I don't. I don't agree with them selling Luis Suarez, saying he's too old, and then signing a you know 
30-plus-year-old striker. But Aguero is definitely an upgrade over what they've got at striker at the current moment. So we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out in the end. And then the... Um, the final topic of the night is the New York Yankees. They uh, they're currently thirty one and twenty six. And yesterday yesterday was a tough pill to swallow if you watch that game. Ah, uh, my thing is umpires have to do a better job at calling games because there were strikes called in that game that Ryan Yarborough was thrown for the Tampa Bay Rays that were way off the plate and they still called them strikes and Garrett Cole like there's a whole graph that um me and my buddy James were looking at and it's like everything Garrett Cole threw that was a strike was right in the strike zone and everything that a lot of the pitches that uh Yarbrough threw in the strike zone were obviously strikes but there's a bunch of them on the uh outside of the strike zone that were called strikes and it's just like Aaron Boone got tossed because he's getting pissed off. In my opinion, you know, you know, you screwed up when DJ LeMahieu, the quietest guy in probably all of the MLB, starts yelling at the ump for doing a terrible job calling the game. But you win some, you lose some with the Yankees. Uh, they start their series with Boston tonight, which is a very pivotal, pivotal series for them. And we'll see, we'll see what happens with them. Uh, I'll cover that uh, series that started next week and go over it. But they these are must-win games for the Yankees against Boston to uh, pick up games if they want to win the American League East. Uh, and then to end it with some to end the podcast with some positive news, the uh, Corey Kluber is uh, gonna start resume uh, start throwing again real soon. So that's that's good for the Yankees. They need to get their starting pitchers back and uh, fully healthy and that pretty much wraps wraps up this week so i hope you all have a great day